You're listening to the Garage Rock Show podcast at thegaragerockshow.com. It's another Friday, and it's another episode of the Garage Rock Show podcast. Chris here with our special guest this week. We got a packed house. Sergio is making his return. What's up, man? Yeah, back at it like a crack addict. <laughs> Sergio's back here. Uh, Dolly, of course. Oh, boy. <laughs> what's up, Garage Rock Show listeners? And Charles, what's up, man? Shannon and Sticks. There you go. And Aaron, what's up? Hey, what's up? All right, and we're ready to go. We got lots of stuff to talk about this week uh friday may 18th uh first thing that i thought was kind of cool was beastie boys unveiling yeah. the details of their massive memoir cool. uh this is a pretty cool book here's the what it looks like it's just called beastie boys book i want it i want it now i know it looks pretty awesome why does it pizza. say strong bully pizza that's where they're standing out oh. in front of apparently maybe that's where they met for the first time not really sure you know uh, but it's a 592-page book. Hell yeah. Including rare photos, original illustrations, a cookbook from Chef Roy Choi, a graphic novel, or, excuse me, a graphic <laughs> novel, a map of New York according to the Beastie Boys, nice. mixtape playlists, plus pieces That's by bad, guest bad. contributions including Spike Jones, Wes Anderson, Amy Poehler, and uh, some other surprises. Oh pretty my cool, gosh. right? Would you guys be picking that up? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. everybody, man. Everybody out there, this is what I want for my birthday. It says it will cover the entirety of the group's career through revealing and very funny accounts of their transition from teenage punks to budding rappers, their early collaboration with Russell Simmons and Rick Rubin, the almost impossible to fathom overnight success, their debut album, Licensed to Ill. Pretty cool. Their break with Def Jam Records and all that. Sounds really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, right on. So it's called BC Boys Book, and it's going to be coming out soon, so check mm-hmm. that out. you got to fight for your right. Uh, Foo Fighters confirming their plans for this festival that is actually Dave Grohl is the one who started it. And uh, it's called Cal Jam. Check it out. Here's the lineup. Foo Fighters, Iggy Pop, uh, Tenacious D. The Thunder return, Pussy. The return of Tenacious D. <laughs> Dahlia's favorite band. Uh, Garbage. Greta Van Fleet. Not true, but they're on every lineup. I uh, almost need to like hear a song now. Billy Idol. Gang of Youth. Mets. Billy Idol's going to be there on Friday now. It's expanded to two days. Wow. Billy Idol. Wait. Oh, Tenacious D. Yeah, That's they're back. The D. Did you hear Tenacious D? They're yes. going to they're gonna redo yes. The Pick of Destiny. They're going to make a new movie. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I, you know what? I actually like that a lot of people bash The Pick of Destiny. I Not only did I like the movie, but I love the album. The album is, a, is awesome. It's awesome. The yeah. whole thing. I I remember laughing so hard at that one scene, like they ate those mushrooms, and then he's like, Yeah, the river, and he's yeah, like, Sasquatch, and, <laughs> and then it cuts to when he's like in this it's rocky terrain. Yeah, yeah. it was Sasquatch, Sasquatch is his dad. It's hilarious, yeah. it's yeah. one of the best movies, and they're making a sequel and a new album from what I hear from that. So, Tenacious D is going to be on tour, that's a really cool thing, yeah. and Garbage, too. I mean, uh, they're on their I think it's 20th anniversary of their uh... and Deer Tick. They're awesome. Well, a little, a little, a little trivia about uh, Dave Grohl and Tenacious D. Yeah, Dave Grohl actually did um, the drums in their debut album, and not only that, um, Dave Grohl played uh, the demon in the video for the greatest song. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he played the devil. Yep. Yep. Fun fact. Yep. Fun little fun fact. Uh, all right, moving on to uh, Frances Bean Cobain. We were talking about her last week, uh, losing her heirloom guitar in a divorce settlement. Ugh. This is the guitar that Kurt played on the Unplugged performance. You know, it's like the legendary uh, Martin yes. D18E, 1959 Martin. So here's the deal. Frances Bean is in the middle of a divorce settlement. Her husband, ex-husband, Isaiah Silva, 
now has uh, claiming that Francis gave him that guitar as a present while Francis denied ever gifting the instrument. I would say the same thing. (laughs) It's your word versus my word. Well, but Who I mean, has possession? That's, that's BS. That's such a dick move, though, that, right? Yeah, that's exactly. her. He's that's her. Fucking that's dick. It's her, her fucking dad's guitar. Yeah, and he died. Don't you know, like, well, you know, it, trying it, to keep it. Back. You know, he was demanding twenty five thousand dollars a month he just in wants alimony money. payments. Yeah, that's why. That's and all. She, and all she, she was about. just like, "Go ahead, just take it." Courtney's like, "No." Yeah, it's gonna keep going. Is That's there horrible. any money left for her to have an inheritance? Well, yeah, there's a oh, lot yeah. of royalties. Oh, yeah, no, she's got quite a bit. Yeah. The guitar, though, and, is estimated and, and to be for, worth for, millions. And my question would be for Frances Bean Cobain, what do you think her past her what her past has brought to her to her future? What do you think her future holds? Like, is she a survivor? Or is she going to fall down the same path? Are we going to see her like a drunken whore like her mom? Or I don't think so. Killing she doesn't seem like, like another Courtney years? Love to me. I don't, you know, I don't know. I think, uh, I think she made a super poor decision in marrying this douchebag. Um, yeah, and I, I think it's a, it's a life uh, lesson uh, that, that she's learning at an early is in her blood too, though. You never but, know. You know. Who knows? Well, <laughs> no, no. It says uh, Francis Bean gets that. to keep the house. She yeah. and Silva bought together and will not have to pay spousal support of twenty five grand a month. So that was the deal. So yeah, but that guitar is worth millions. Yes. He's dumb. He's like, ah, I'll sacrifice that. Speaking of Nirvana, Dave Grohl recently told uh, Madison.com that he's planning to record a 25-minute instrumental in which he plans to play everything himself. Okay. What else can that guy do? What, said, can, what else can he do? <laughs> Quote, Come I'll fix my hit car. Play and the yeah, clock sure will start does. ticking. I'll record the first drum part. I'll go to the next one. I'll record over that. Do the same with the guitars. And he'll just do it for 25 minutes, basically. Yeah, Is he cool. an alien? <laughs> is Dave Grohl like a? That's how a lot of actually, I, that's how you uh, know a lot of people create some I've some music done. though. I mean, you remember know. that Gautier guy? He didn't he do that? Oh, yeah. oh I saw Gil, I saw Gautier in San Francisco. The dude actually does. He's like Prince and yeah. like JT. Like he plays all the instruments. Wow. Like he's surrounded by just a plethora yeah, he's of a multi multi instrumentalist. And he, and he, so yeah. he creates a playground out of it. He's he, like, it's a whole play playground. Here, I'm gonna play Especially here. Right. I'm yes. gonna loop these tracks and yep. I'm just gonna Garage. go here, I'm gonna go right. there. Exactly. That's it's pretty legit. Some people yeah. are just that talented. You just don't know. All right, Dahlia, uh we played this earlier and you missed it. Uh System of a Down Frontman Search Tanking can be seen in a new preview clip from the May twentieth episode. I was, I was gonna Search tell tanking, you that. Guys, not Sergio Ramos, <laughs> no. <laughs> Of Anthony Bourdain's uh, Parts Unknown. The yeah. two's going to embark on a Ramos. tour of Armenia with historian Richard, uh, Richard uh, Jeragosian. According to the plot mm-hmm. description, he's going to take a wide-angle look at the culture and history of the country, breaking bread with Tankian at the restaurant uh, in Yerevan. Yeah, nice. it is pretty cool. I love Anthony Bourdain Parts Unknown, and I watched the preview. That's actually going to be airing this Sunday I night think at Anthony 9 Bourdain p.m. Might have That's that right. For him. Anthony Bourdain. Could Probably. Have. He might be a big fan of the music. Yeah. Like, he's had Iggy Pop on his Come show on, and things like that. No, Anthony Bourdain's pretty hip. Oh, he knows so. he knows mm-hmm. about all that stuff. So, yeah, oh, I'm like excited the, for that episode. Oh, man, I'm going to watch that for Yeah, sure. it's going to be awesome. So when, yeah. Wait, wait. When, when Sunday the, night. Sunday night. Sunday night. night. Okay, people. Check it out. Deftones. New music. Six or seven songs worked up for the next record. He confirmed in a new interview he's on tour in South America. Uh, Rock Argentina that the band is still working on music for its ninth studio album saying quote there are six seven songs still mutating they're very powerful and I'm anxious because as I told you before it's a collaborative process blah 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 he also confirmed the guitarist Stephen Carpenter who had some issues with 2016's Gore their last album if you guys remember 
he came out and said like he wasn't happy with the album that he didn't feel like he had a prominent role in it and Chino says quote we really want Steven to have a strong role on all of the albums it did not turn out the way we wanted on the last one most of his problems were not about Deftones but about personal things the best part is now we are writing songs for the new album and unlike Gore it's a joint effort End quote. Nice. Yep. So it seems like a lot of these bands, especially with like with growing. Well, no, but what, what I was going to say is a lot of these bands, uh, like a perfect circle and stuff, they are growing and they're grown up and they have like they they live in different cities, different states, even. So to get together to record an album, it's not yep, as easy yeah. as just like, hey, let's just go down to the studio and do it. Yeah. These guys have their own lives. They're doing Families. their own things and everything, right? Yep. So to get growing together, up. a lot of the times they just phone it in now. Like somebody will record its guitar parts at home. Gino do his vocals, but it doesn't have that kind of cohesive feel of you guys together, creating yeah. the songs together. Yeah. And that's the that's, that's what he's saying. So I think too. he's trying to they're trying to take a different approach with this album. So yep. Well, and he kind of Stephen Carpenter. They're not just going to shove it. Set your ego aside. Yeah. <laughs> so are you calling out Stephen Carpenter saying he was a little too egotistical saying that? Yeah, he wants a lot of credit. He wants the fame. No, I don't know about that. Tone. I think he just wanted to feel like he had a role. If you really, I, I kind of agree with what he's saying though. If you listen to the last album from the Deftones, it was not guitar heavy. They tried to branch off a little bit. A lot of electronic yeah. stuff, different kind of that's producing that's techniques well, that's and tricks. Sure, uh, yeah, that's, can, but that's arguable. That's You're taking out those. one of the founding. Well, he's—I don't know if he's a founding member necessarily. I got to do some research on that, mm-hmm. but he could be, and he feels like maybe he was kind of, maybe you know, left out. Bored. Well, <laughs> Charles is making uh, Deftone song references. Yes, right. I've been, I've been, He's been the whole time. Sergio's over there. The one time off. Charles jokes don't go over my head. Like, Matter of fact, took me a second, I, um, but I got I it. Just, I had my Deftone shirt on today. I took it off. Oh. That's some so line work. My bad. Yeah. I, I should have wore it for Charles. It's okay. Smashing Pumpkins in the news again as they have announced a national sweepstakes for a 1979 house party. That's when I was born. In, oh, really? Oh, yeah. That's right. Uh, were you born... On that music video set, I probably was. No, you. I'm weren't. sorry, guys. I'm <laughs> nah, super I, distracted. I wouldn't doubt it. You never met Charles' dad and his mom. No. I was born in the Bayou, <laughs> literally. Just, yeah, I'm just super distracted by this Amazing photo people. of Maynard. <laughs> I think that's. Maynard. I'm moving it off the screen now, so Dahlia will stay focused here. <laughs> I'm sorry. It is Maynard. We'll get to that in just he a looks, minute. He looks like a hooker with a penis. <laughs> he, de- he definitely does. You know, one, of, one of their finer <laughs> tracks. One of their finer tracks. Well done, well done, Charles. Okay, so Smashing Pumpkins have a sweepstakes yes. going on for a 1979 house party inspired by their 1979 music video. The band's going to perform an intimate show at a secret residential location in L.A. on June 28th, ahead of their 20 uh, or July 20th or excuse me, July 12th kickoff of their upcoming tour. So apparently, if you win this, you get an invitation to this uh, private house party. You get a Yamaha guitar, a round trip to L.A and a two-night stay at a Hilton property, and a cash card. And three hours with William Corrigan and talk uh, about reptile tea. people. Or, or early tea morning sunrise with, with William I s- Corrigan. I spent, the, I spent the night with William Corrigan talking about uh. his encounters with reptile people. <laughs> <laughs> Tool in the news again as Maynard James Keenan calling out his band bandmates on Ooh. stage at the Northern Invasion right. Festival over the weekend this past weekend. He said, quote, eventually you wonderful people are going to run out of fucking patience. So I beg you, Danny, Adam, and Justin, just please finish your part so I can finish mine. Oh, dang. End quote. He said that on stage. Oh, wow. 
That guy's on so much different things and different levels. He's just oh, he's getting on, tired of it like yeah, everybody that's else. That's what it takes. He's uh, the new Tool album. It's first since 2006's 10,000 Days will arrive either later this year or early next year. What do you guys think? Later this year or early next year? Early Let's next just take year. a little census right now. Early next year. Um, uh, will, Sergio says early next year. I will say the fall this year. Fall of this year, Dahlia Especially. says. Especially. It's looking like maybe never now. <laughs> Aaron <laughs> says enough. never. <laughs> yep. I'm going to say uh, late next year. Okay. Late next year. Yeah, I'm going to say late next year. Yeah, okay. you know what? I, I agree wow. with you. There, yeah. I, okay. Yeah, I said ne- next year. You can't year, change but- it. Can't change okay, it. Well, no. Nope. Next, <laughs> next year is still next year, all right? Whether it's late or early. Right. <laughs> Pearl Jam's Mike McCready is a good guy. He's He was honored last Thursday night it's at the Showbox in Seattle. It is not a fake name. <laughs> Mike McCready? He was bestowed the Stevie Ray Vaughan Award for Music Cares. It's one of the pretty the, the highest award you could get basically in the guitar world. And it's a pretty awesome charity that supports musicians dealing with addiction. He was presented the award by GNR uh, bassist Duff McKagan, who said of his longtime friend, quote, whenever I see you playing the guitar, I see the madness and beauty of an addict being set free, oh. end quote. The all-star event also featured Chad Smith, Mike Ness, a social D, Mud Honey's Mark Arm, uh, Hart's Nancy Wilson. Uh, McKagan said that McCready, his former high school friend, was a person he knew he could lean on if the, if the big red exit sign of temptation was in sight. He was the one that basically helped... Um, him get on the path to recovery all those dudes were dealing with addiction in seattle at the time i mean heroin was crazy oh right? yeah and we're kind of like uh at a at a point now in society where it's it's not it's back to heroin because of the opioid crisis right yeah that fentanyl fentanyl and you know uh so just crazy man i mean just you know kurt cobain mother love bone frontman andy wood soundgarden vocalist chris cornell they've all been from the seattle music scene they've all died uh, and they've all died of suicide, which is just like oh kind of yeah. crazy to think about, you know. And actually, today, as we were talking about suicide on kind of a crazy note, Chris Cornell killed himself today, May 18th. Uh, and and also the trivia, sadly, today also has to do uh, with a prominent person in the 80s who committed suicide on this day as well. So it's just like something, I don't know, crazy. man. It's just crazy. Uh, that's sad. But on a lighter There's note, like if you guys were listening, Chris totally said Duff McKagan. He didn't say Duff, so. He was presented the award by GNR uh, bassist Duff McKagan. Duff McKagan. <laughs> Duff McKagan. You know what? Okay, I was going right. to say on a lighter note, um, okay. it should be Red Hot Chili Peppers drummer Will Ferrell <laughs> instead of Chad Smith. Will Ferrell's alter ego? Yeah. Uh, all right. Oh, so, geez. what is Death Rob McKay. Zombie doing? Rob Zombie is just doing Rob Zombie. He's being a stinky. He looks, uh, he's finishing he shooting a new movie. Movie director. Uh, the movie's called Three from Hell, and uh, he's going to be working on it this fall. He's going to be touring with Marilyn Manson, a tour that a lot of people said wouldn't happen. They had a lot of bad blood together. If you guys, I don't know if you remember, a couple of years back, Marilyn Manson. Well, well, Marilyn Manson was just a drunk idiot, and Rob Zombie was very upset that Manson would open for him and carry on. And Rob Zombie was ready to go on the stage, and Manson was still sucking up. his own dick. In the back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah basically, boobs. basically. Yeah, so. going in the back, hanging anyway, out with Mr. Belvedere. He's on tour with Manson. That's a yeah, that's a rumor. That's not actually true. But, uh, People, people thought he was actually on that show. Uh, Rob Zombie's new movie, Three from Hell, is part of a trilogy that Zombie started, of course. House of a Thousand Corpses, one of my yeah. favorites. 2005's Devil yes. Rejects. So oh, we met the dude from... Uh, Sid uh, Haig. 
Yeah, we met him. Yeah, and talked to him for a little bit. In uh, Fresno, did you go yeah. to that convention? You I did. No, I together, we went to yeah, no, we went to Kirk Hammett's. Uh, oh um, no, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah, you're thinking yeah. of uh, Kirk Hammett's thing. Yeah, Kirk Hammett's thing. It was pretty awesome. We talked to him for whatever. He, he was like in a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, and he, he was, was just, just sitting out. behind. Yeah, that's right. You yeah. did go with us. Yeah, that, that, that it was, was just cool. me and you. Yeah, no, uh, uh, no I went with Craig. No, it was just you two. It was just us. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Are we thinking of the same guy? I just picked it was. It was in San Jose. Shirt. It was in San Jose. Yeah. It was in Kirk, and we saw all the crazy uh, creature uh, models, like that Kirk Hammett's personal collection. Oh yeah, it was at the Rock Bar in San yeah. Jose. That's right. Yeah. And it wasn't. It wasn't Sid Haig. It was Bill Mosley. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill Mosley. Yeah, he had long. He has long hair. That's right. He it cut was it Bill Mosley. And Bill yeah. Mosley was actually. You way too many shows. You can't even. Like, <laughs> no. Well, like, wait, what was that time? I was trying to piece it together. No, but I did actually get to meet Sid Haig, you too. Did. Uh, yeah. On a separate thing, me and Craig. Sid uh, Haig, the clown. The clown guy. Uh, yeah. 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 He, he was there at a uh, Fresno convention for, like, horror film stuff as well. And uh, anyway, so, yeah, we got to. Bill Mosley was on the tour when we, we when we did the tour for the Winchester Mystery House. Oh, okay. Do you remember when we did that? We oh, did I the remember. Tour, right? I do remember doing that. Okay, that. so here's you the deal. Disc Kurt Hammett. Yeah, you I did. Like Dahlia was the... I'm putting this on tape for everyone to hear. Dahlia was yeah. the only one out of... We did this whole thing for the Winchester Mystery House. Kirk Hammett was the star and the host and all this stuff, right? So there came a time where we're all in the Winchester Mystery House and we're all sitting there. and Standing there, actually. And we were about to go to the next, like, clue. Because you have to go get, get these clues to who solved the murder, right? And so we're about to go in the next room. And Kirk does this thing where he just goes through and shakes everybody's hand, right? So everybody's lined up against the wall. Kirk Hammett from Metallica is coming by and thanking everybody because they're paying customers and hey, thank you for coming out. You know, I appreciate it and all this stuff. Gets to me, I shake his hand, of course, thank you. Tries to shake Dahlia's hand and Dahlia just doesn't even... She, I, I don't know what, what did you do exactly. <laughs> I didn't. Did even you shake your hand like this? Like, no, no I'm good. I was just or like, I was just like, I just. Put you my did. Hand you up put like, your hand up. You said no. Like, I'm good. Like that. That festival was like bullshit to me. I'm like, I want. It was not a festival, more. Dahlia. It was a murder mystery it was dinner. A murder mystery dinner. <laughs> and it was drawn out. I was Kirk Hammett off. tried to shake her murder hand. And she goes like this. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm good. And you should have seen Kirk's like little reaction. He was like, he was, huh. he, he was like, he was like. He was bamboozled maybe by that. that was good for Kirk Hammett. I don't know. I've, I've, I've met maybe. Kirk Hammett before. Um, matter of fact, he was the coolest guy. He is a such a fucking nice guy. I feel bad, Kirk. You're he, he is the coolest guy in Metallica, hands First down. Thing, definitely. I met him, like, why didn't you shake his hand now? I should, yeah. Why? Why didn't you though? I mean, that specific by the whole thing, and I, I'm like, he's going around Robert looking Trudeau. for recognition. He was like, hosting the event and trying to be polite. I mean, he was just trying the to give everybody what they paid for, kind of thing. Nice. Right? Right. At least, yeah. let's go hang out with Kirk Hammett. <laughs> he was such a cool Arrange guy. it, buddy. But anyway, and I go talk like this every time bro. I hang out with him. I'm going to end <laughs> every single one of my words with a rah, like every time. Hey, it's can. nice to say. Hey, do you rah. remember when that girl didn't shake your hand at the murder mystery dinner? And he'll remember it. Oh I yeah, I remember. I he's like, oh yeah, that. Bitch. I remember her. <laughs> and we left early, and I remember him looking at her, and he was, it's like, that was the girl that dissed me in the fucking room, well, and now we're leaving early. For starters, <laughs> for starters at the beginning of it, we're driving oh to San God. Jose. Well, don't even Chris, get into that. Yes, we got in an Chris accident. Chris wrecks it was, our car. It was not a wreck. It was seriously a, <laughs> the 
the definition of a fender bender. It was literally a little dent on the fender. And he then, wrecked it totally. And then we go to the murder mystery and you get a tarot card and we get death. Which I'm was like, the coolest oh group God. though. It had this fucking so Bill Mosley in our group. We didn't even realize it. That's the whole point of what I was saying. Bill Mosley was in he our was group. In our he was dressed group, yeah. like a regular guy. Yeah. yeah. He was dressed in a suit and he was like just asking questions. But it was fucking Bill Mosley from yeah, House of Thousand Corpses. I didn't know it until the end. Because he looks way different. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. Yeah. I didn't put it together. I bet you every group has somebody with them. Or? No, it yeah. was just our group. Our group, oh, the, yeah, no. the death he's group, like, was like the cool He's not like, I hope you like what you see. He wasn't. He's just like, hey, it's nice to meet you guys. Hey, how's it going? Oh, God. Oh, so wait, wait. So he's bringing those characters back like bringing Dan back from Roseanne huh well that's like, the whole thing if you remember how yeah. uh, the devil's rejects ended they all died yeah, they so, all died yeah so here's the the title is called three from hell so they're either going to get resurrected in Rob Zombie fashion you know some witch seance fucking yeah. ceremony they're gonna bring him back from the dead that's you know right so, oh like a uh, yeah. Like it's always sunny in Philadelphia when the you know when, the, when she brings <laughs> when she brings what when she brings them back from the dead and Lethal Weapon Four oh well of course <laughs> one of the best movies of all time no it was uh, was it uh, Thunder Gun Express yeah <laughs> How about Death Becomes Her Lethal oh, Weapon Oh Death 6. Becomes Her I remember that that was a yeah, good one Bruce Willis up, you know yeah oh yeah absolutely they wouldn't so even know we can a Bernie we can so Bernie's. was there a tentative can... date for this film to come out. Early 19, 2019. That's it. That's, That's when Tool's album's going to drop. That's cool. <laughs> uh, Chris Cornell, Widow says investigation into his death was botched. She said the inconsistencies in official narrative led to false accusations and online attacks. Blah, blah, blah. She's continued to focus blah, blah, blah. on the autopsy Did report stating... Somebody else hang him? Well, she's saying people right. are harassing her online now and saying uh, drugs him. did not contribute to the cause of death. Because that's what the coroner said. <laughs> the coroner said that drugs didn't contribute to the to death, that it was just a death by hanging. Right? She says, the quote, uh, the poor hanging. choice of phrasing has led misled the public to believing he was of sound mind and body. So some conspiracy people think if Chris wasn't impaired, he would never have killed himself, so he must have been killed. That's what he says. Oh, yeah. That's why she's the one. <laughs> Murder. <laughs> you know, Shut people up. said that about Prince. People no said that way. about Prince, too. People said that Prince, uh, they're, they're, you know, it's very some sneaky stuff about Prince, but, you know, it turned out they're he overdosed on. Well, yeah, he had a prescription in his bodyguard's yep. name. Whitney like Houston had, like, ten different drugs in her body when she was found. And you know, everybody dies, and when a celebrity dies, it becomes this big thing. But at the end of the day, yeah. you know, everybody dies at some point, and it could right. be That's true. But he's not that, dead. He's hanging out with Tupac and the Notorious B.I.G. and Elvis. Oh, yeah. They're on that island. You know? yep, all, all, all eating peanut butter and bacon sandwiches and <laughs> yeah. gangsters in paradise. <laughs> yeah. So, Ozzy and Jack's World Tour. Have you guys seen this horrible show? Uh, no. 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 Third I'd rather punch myself in the balls. Definitely like, haven't seen season you know, one Sharon, I, I Sharon, she's like, it. you know, just trying to get everybody to do shows and make money. I can't even picture That's all it is. She's Probably. Jack, going Jack's places. Son, they're, they're addicted to like, you know. What is this world tour? What yeah, do, Jack's son. They go on the road and they stop at like um, an explosion school in Missouri, a space camp in oh, Alabama, okay. and other off the beaten track locations. For some reason I was picturing Ozzy trying to hike. On a trail or something. Oh no! I just fuck can't, no! Can't see that go down. <laughs> no, he could barely walk to the bathroom by himself. <laughs> We're in this museum. I'm totally gonna watch this show. Well, now Kelly like apparently that. is on the. Uh, 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 Jack can't do it because he's got a kid or something. They're they're gonna have a, a kid soon. Uh, well, his wife's pregnant right now, I guess, and uh, he can't do the new season or something. So Kelly is gonna be hitting the road. 
and they're gonna they're gonna do all this stuff. It's gonna premiere nine o'clock on the thirteenth. So right. you remember you remember uh, Check it out. when he's throwing meat and shit over his neighbor's fence? Like he's just got meat and he's oh, throwing when it over they the had fence. That show on MTV. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the Osborns. Yeah, it was no, it was something like he was upset with them, so he just started throwing like stuff out of the refrigerator. To make bread off of all of them, all of them because of yeah. Ozzy because of his name. They just I mean, put a video camera on Ozzy, just doing just on him. Just sitting in a they're chair talking money, to him. Though. Well, that's what they they're tried making, to do. Like, they drugged him up. To that. Yeah. They're paying for all their drug addictions. Yeah. You know, I do remember an episode of uh, of the Osbournes <laughs> on MTV back in the day. I remember Kelly, his daughter, she had this original chair from the Clockwork Orange set. Oh, no and way. I thought that was so awesome. Oh, little and that's Alex. that's when I thought she was super cool. <laughs> little Alex. That's the way she is. She's that type of chick, and she's got money to be able to do that. I'm so like, how much is that I chair? bought that oh. chair from a clockwork orange. I'm yeah. so cool. <laughs> it's mine now. It's mine. You know what? If <laughs> I had enough money, though, plus on it. if I had enough money, I would buy Cherry from, uh, from, from uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse. I would have cherry. I would buy cherry. <laughs> that's cherry. Awesome. Yeah. yeah that's what would awesome. you buy, Chris, if you had all the money? Honestly, you know, I'd buy like like a little like thing for like item. dogs or something, you know? Like I'd, I'd you like eggs? clear out a fucking uh, shelter. Get a, pa- get like a van a, from a uh, mat. But yeah, it's going to be out of like a famous movie. We're talking about something out yeah. like a famous movie. Oh, from a movie set? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you didn't say that. Oh, you I just thought said if I had money. We were talking about clock no. and Okay. None if I had something from up. a movie set? Yeah. Let's ask this of every that's person shit, in this room here. That's I would fucking have that hard. fucking door. The hoverboard from Back to the Future. What door? Oh, that's a good one. From, um... <laughs> oh, the hoverboard from Back to the Future. Fuck yeah, cool. dude. Fuck yeah, I would. What have would you have, hoverboard. Sergio? Ooh, have it chilling on my wall. From the Shining. Oh, the door from The Shining. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a, a good, good one. That's a dark one. That's a good one. Hung up like right above my bed. Yeah. What about you, Dahlia? I'm thinking about Ooh, it now. I posed shit. the question, and now <laughs> I'm like, no, no. What about you, Aaron? Maybe the old Volvo Damn, from. Uh, oh, here we go. Uh, old Volvo. <laughs> they they were in a Volvo, weren't they? On um, what's that movie? Uh, talking about Jesus Christ Superstar? <laughs> no. no. You're talking about that it's Miley mo- Cyrus or one of them no. young girl. Bo- nope. It's a movie what with Winona Ryder. Silence of the Lambs. An old Volvo. When her and Janine the Garofalo are cruising. The room. Oh, you're. Uh, you're talking about reality uh, bites, reality bites yep. with a Winona Ryder and yeah. shit. What's the Volvo you guys are thinking of? <laughs> that's, that's Why on earth would you want that? That's a shitty ass car. Aaron, Aaron. All right, all right. Man. Aaron's last one here. I don't know. There's just there's so many good ones. I can't. I don't know. About the Hammer of Thor. What about those? Remember we were watching those that those horrible Ernest movies like Ernest, <laughs> Ernest goes to jail and all that oh shit oh what God. was the basketball Ernest. one where he had the shoes it was uh, Ernest Dunks Ernest or Slam Dunk Slam Dunk Ernest Slam Dunk Ernest and he had these fucking shoes that fucking lit up that and they, you know they, they did all these special things and shit and made you jump oh my god Slam Ernest. Dunk Ernest shoes Ernest he did look pretty he did look a, a bit petty he looked a little petty <laughs> All right, this is kind of a crazy story as a women advocacy group calls for Red Hot Chili Peppers, Steven Tyler, to be dropped from Spotify, along with the Eagles' Don Henley, hmm, Ted Nugent. man woman haters club. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. <laughs> Here's the thing. Artists like R. Kelly and Extension. Steven Tyler? Oh, uh, was he the drummer or something? Steven Tyler. Steve, no, Steven Tyler Aerosmith. from Aerosmith. Well, it says Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, well, yeah, because uh, because Anthony yeah. Kiedis had a oh, yeah. situation, too. It says, calls for Red, Red Hot Chili Peppers, comma, Steven Tyler, oh, got to it. be dropped. Okay, got it. Now, yeah. Ted Nugent, I'm yeah. perfectly okay They're with. Ted, get, get rid of that guy. There's some reports 
that was issued by Consequence of Sound this week. Red Hot Chili Peppers singer Anthony Kiedis' sexual relationship with a 13-year-old girl when yes. he was 23. You think that's okay? Holy mm. shit. If that was your daughter, would you be all cool? Hey, yeah, cool, man. Californication. Knew about that? Who knew about that, though? Everybody. Everybody knew? That was a popular topic in the 90s. Did she say she was 13 or did she well, say she was 18? Did she lie about it? Does it really age? matter? Does it really matter if the girl lied? Well, see, I, so I've got I've got something. Uh, so I've got because I, I talked about this with uh, with Daisha earlier, and she's got something. Is it really the the women themselves that were involved that are speaking out against the musical artists, or is it no. is it advocacy groups that are yes. speaking uh, out? Because she yeah, said no. there's a huge it's difference there. It is a difference. So yeah, if no. it's the if it's this the, 13 year old girl, we yeah. don't even know if she's alive or dead, or if yeah. she cares. 13. She's yep. not the one bringing this to light. But what? Well, it, then then she was 11. We'll just put it at that. These people are investigating right? these claims I mean, and bringing case, it to light. It's like basically well, when you listen to a podcast or any of these other shows that kind of bring light on a, a subject that was glossed over at the time that everybody thought, oh, hey, you know, that's just the way it is. And so, well, you know, horrible. it gets glossed over. <laughs> and then now it becomes, you know, it's it's getting shown another light. And so also Don Henley from the Eagles Ugh. was put on probation in 1980. Oh after being found with two underage girls Ooh. in 1978, a 30-year-old Ted Nugent faced kidnapping charges involving a 17-year-old girl. Uh, yeah, you know, we all know about R. Kelly and extension and all those girl, other young guys. Girls. Do you think I, it's I warranted? Agree. Do you <laughs> think they should be banned from Spotify is the point? I don't We're think not, so. They're not on trial. This isn't... I don't see what it has to do with Spotify. No? Well, unless they just want to because they don't want um, the negative... Media, um, no, it's basically no. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's an analogy, Dahlia. This is like stocking Mein Kampf in a uh, a library or a bookstore. Do you know what Mein Kampf is? I don't. It's Hitler's personal memoir called My My Struggle. My Struggle is what it's related to. So here's the deal. Let's use this library analogy. Stalking Mein Kampf. Listen to what I'm saying. Okay, gotcha. But not putting those posters on the windows reading Mein Kampf read here. There's a difference between advertising something that is hateful and just having something that encompasses everything in terms of the free speech bubble. There's a difference between accepting something and advertising something. I have the most shocking book of all time. Come read it in my library. That's advertising yeah. something, right? It's like Michael Jackson. So right? Spotify is no longer advertising, but they actually have the music in their archives. There you go. Yeah. Charles gets it. The the Michael analogy Jackson. is. So I guess my point is. So they're going to advertise Tide and lot, like just different like. They stuff. are not going to advertise on those artists. They're not going to advertise at all. Well, when you right? posed like the whole scenario, it did, you didn't say anything about advertising. You said that they're not going to play them. Correct. What these advocates want is a total ban. They They want want these artists like totally banned. So what I was saying before, you talked about the Hitler thing and advertising, was what does their background have to do with their music and being on Spotify? Uh, Basically because they're saying that the musicians were being glorified to spew allegations of abuse. It's like... Holding a Roman Polanski film festival when we all know he's a child diddler. Well, Bill Cosby marathon. That's what I was trying to bring so up we're, about so Michael we're, Jackson. So again, we're guilty yeah. until proven innocent. Like we talked about that last we week, did. right? But his. You know, I, I got to be honest with you. All have though, stories I, that I went think, on file. I think Bill Cosby is like total scum. But yeah. I'm gonna be honest with you, man. If um if the Cosby Show comes on Nick at Night, I'm gonna watch it because I fucking love the Cosby Show. Right. Yeah, this is the know. conversation that we're trying to have: is that these artists created all cool shit that we appreciate. 
but they may be scummy people. So where's the line of, of supporting them? That's the thing. I if I'm if I'm playing Ted <laughs> Nugent, then if anybody knows uh, anything about Ted Nugent, they'll be like, damn, this fool likes Ted Nugent. He likes to kill animals. He's a racist dude. He's a fucking idiot. So, I mean, if you listen to that, then that's what you're going to have an assumption about somebody, right? America. Go listen. I, I'll homework if, assignment. If Go listen. Is, like, he played, he wanted to play, like, music for Donald Trump's inauguration and shit. Uh, fuck that. Okay. Well, okay, but well, that's we who he is. That's not just him, though. You're not just talking about just him, though. You're talking about other people. Well, no, right. We're talking about Anthony Kiedis, like, apparently. Okay, well, you're telling me. Like, if no. he fucked a 13-year-old girl when he was 23. If. That's if, if. Though. But Anthony Kiedis's mustache in this picture <laughs> sure as hell makes him look like a pedophile. I I just want to bring be it up. Some drugs too. You never know. Let's move I on did. to the rock and roll. That's trivia. not a horrible mustache. Uh, on this day in 1980, guys, a member from this influential band commits suicide. What band was he from? Was it A. The band, B. Thin Lizzy, or C. Joy Division? Hmm. All of these bands had somebody that committed suicide in their band in the 80s. I would say Ooh. Thin Lizzy. Me too. I'm going with B. Thin Lizzy. Uh, that one jumped out at me too. I so. But I, yeah, yeah. Pretty sure I thought I maybe seen some B Lizzie. So Sergio may have seen some shit too. I'm I'm doubling my my bet. Mom. I think it's the band. Oh, uh, I think no. I I don't have anything to, to back that up. I just I just the, their name is the yeah, band. Was, I'm going with Sergio. Thought he heard something one day. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's see. Do you recognize the phone? Oh, Joy Division. There you go. Oh. No way. Oh, I didn't. Here's I thing. forgot about that. Oh, it thin, is thin no, it is not. Yeah. No, it is oh. not. Thin oh. Lizzie's Phil Lynott suicide was January fourth, nineteen eighty-six. Uh. Richard oh, Manuel from- of the band his yeah, suicide was March fourth, nineteen eighty-six. Nineteen eighty, battling epilepsy and depression, Joy Division lead singer this. Ian Curtis yeah. hangs himself. This is what I'm saying. On this day, who else hung himself? Yeah. yeah no, not Kurt true. Cobain. No. <laughs> He shot himself. <laughs> what? <laughs> he shot himself. Sergio, oh, how dare you? How dare you, oh, sir? Come on, guys. Sound Chris Garden Cornell. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Chris Cornell on this day also talking hung about it. You guys smoke too much today? <laughs> <laughs> drank too much. That's All so right. crazy because I was going to say Joy Division in the beginning and then just Here's the thing. The man much it, it was a very we super tragic. It was a super tragic circumstance about Ian Curtis. There's actually a great documentary. I forget what it's called. It came out like around 2009, 2010, and they kind of redid the whole story. And uh, man, it was—it's just super, uh, super depressing. But also, you know, a very prominent band in musical history. Uh, he was basically overdosed on his epilepsy medication. He long suffered from uh, in silence with epilepsy. A lot of the stuff, you know, it was exacerbated by flashing lights, overstimulation, and alcohol consumption, all of which are closely associated with life on the road, which made him just basically just kind of, you know, wild mood swings that would uh, affect his mental health. Uh, so suspecting her hus- his husband, or excuse me, <laughs> his wife was having an affair with a Belgian journalist uh, and struggling to come to terms with his increasingly erratic behavior. His wife, Deborah, had commenced divorce proceedings while she was away at work, and their young daughter, Natalie, is staying with her parents. He listens to Iggy Pop's album, The Idiot, and writes his, uh, basically a suicide note. His body's found in the morning, so... Mm. Crazy. Very sad. Yeah. Very sad. On this not day the, in 1980. Joy Division anymore. No. <laughs> not very sad, joyful sad on division. Joy Division. That's yeah. kind of the ironic oh, part about that band. Uh, new music wow. on the garage this week, guys. Uh, make sure you tune in tomorrow night, 105.7 FM. Uh, also, 1057thebear.com. The Buttertones, Dawes, The Frights, Lost Avenue, Wax Idols, Whoa. The Get Up Kids, When Thieves Are About, Lost Under Heaven, Wild Animals, Remember wow. Sports. That's all happening 
So make sure you tune oh, in for that. Out, that was a wild animal. <laughs> out today, some new music uh, from Ashburn, the Priest, which is actually uh, a Lamb of God's uh, band before Lamb of God. Five Finger Death Punch has got a new album out. Frog Eyes, Gas, James Bay, Parquet Courts, Post Data, which is Sparkle Winter Heart. Sleep, uh, <laughs> Quiet Slang, which is uh, some acoustic stuff from Beach Slams, James Alex. Le Montagne. Are Parquet Courts going to come out with a new vinyl? Stephen Malkin bought one like two jits. years ago. It's called Wide Awake. Yep. Oh, so it's coming out on vinyl. It's not like a. It is. It will be on vinyl. Yes. Nice. Look at Stephen look at this Malkmus. look at this name, Sergio. Stephen Malkmus and the Jicks. That's the, the dude Hard. from uh, <laughs> Sonic Youth. Nice. He's a guitarist from Sonic Hi. Youth. Um, Sounds like my type of band. The Sidekicks, War Paints, Teresa Hyman's and a group called Spartan TT. Nice. Courtney Barnett. Uh, releasing some new stuff. Okay, so we got some other movie news uh, and hot topics around the world. Uh, have you guys seen the trailer for the new Queen biopic? Yeah. Starring Rami Malek as the late Freddie Mercury. Have you guys seen this? Yep. Uh, let's let's click on the YouTube link here. Uh, our, I heard he's a real hard actor to work with, Rami Malek. He probably oh, really? is. Yeah. He's a guy from uh, Mr. It's, Robot, yeah. right? He is. He is. Great actor. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I could maybe see this. He's the only one I can he's picture. He's a kid? Yeah. He's, a kid. he's the kid. In, in, yeah. I was going to yeah. say, he's they like need the somebody with some, uh, with the, his big teeth and mouth. The big kind of like, kind of, yeah. now that I'm thinking about it, he looks, he can do it. Here, let's, Oh, he does it. He, he looks similar. Oh. You're yeah. not trying to make it. He looks, uh, he looks like him. Looks yeah. like Freddie Mercury. He does look like him, right? Thanks. Yeah. And I, supposedly he sings like, uh, he actually sings all these tracks. Yeah, look at them teeth. It's just dead Like on. Val Kilmer in The Doors. Hey, is, uh... Whoa, look at this guy. Yeah, check it out. So, Does uh, he sing and do the singing? Yeah, too? supposedly he does. He does all the stuff in it. Uh, so... He looks like him. Yeah. Looks it, like him a lot. Yeah. So it's called Bohemian Rhapsody. Check it out. Uh, it's going to be in theaters pretty soon. Can't wait to check that one. That one actually looks good, right? Yeah, it looks great. Uh, yeah, I'd love to see it. Uh, the new uh, Kailua, or I don't know if I'm saying that. Kai- Kilauea. Kilauea. You know, Kilauea. That volcano in Hawaii. Kilauea. <laughs> That's just what I should have just said. Uh, it was discovered yesterday, basically, well, that was last week. Uh, nearly 20 active vents from uh, Kilauea. More than a dozen having opened in the past week. Nearly 20 homes, 40 <laughs> homes, and other buildings have been destroyed. Uh, I don't need to show you the video. It's just, it's, it's, it's pretty wild. Jake from Northern Eye. Nearly uh, 20 active events opened up. Yeah, that sucks, man. I've been Poor to Maui, people. and that's just such a beautiful place. Yeah. I've been to the Big Island where that's Soul happening. Taker. But, uh, yeah, that's... that's uh, It'd be crazy for all, the, for all those ne- people, right? I've all never been to there, Hawaii, yeah. but I've been watching this happen, and I'm like, oh, my God. This, is, this is super scary. This is crazy. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, you're looking at it's this like, beautiful <laughs> landscape, and there's this slow-moving oh. just mountain of death just encompassing yeah, everything like hell is creeping up out of the yeah ground, huh? ex- yeah that's great that's perfect hell is creeping up just yeah. what do you guys uh think guys. about this check this out experts now think they know what happened to the malaysian uh airlines flight been, oh it tracks i've been waiting for this what happened okay well apparently experts are now saying they believe they know what happened they're saying a panel of aviation experts involved uh are basically Ooh. saying they've concluded they believe that the plane's captain uh, Zahi Ahmad Zaha hmm. deliberately crashed the plane in a remote part of the Indian Ocean in a suicide that was also a mass murder. 
They believe the veteran pilot chose a remote, isolated part of the route so the plane would disappear yep. and Tracks. described him having skirted the border between Thailand and Malaysia Covered to it. evade detection by the two countries' military radar. Yeah. Yep. They no, also right. believe that uh, he first depressurized the plane, which would knock out everyone who wears, wasn't wearing an oxygen mask, and which would ex- why explain why there was no communication from the plane, such as attempted emergency calls or goodbye yeah. texts. So it wasn't like a typical wow. crash. It was a premeditated suicide type of thing. Okay, yeah. that sucks. But you know what? I'm glad everybody didn't know what the fuck was coming and they, you know, right out. Yeah. Y- you know, for, that's a good point. You know, they went to sleep and they never woke up. They probably up. got I mean, knocked out right away and they never, cool, you know, that's, yeah, but no, but that's They good, weren't all uh, panicked out and, and, yeah, and, yeah, and I'm gonna scared die. for their life and... It wasn't a Jim Jonesian type mask, but it would have been also nice to see them oh, their last like text Still. to their loved ones, right, and being That's able to say cool. goodbye and whatnot, or what you know. Crazy. Do you man. know what though? They actually proposed this in the very beginning, and there was bomb. a lot of negative bomb backlash bomb. about this. In what the very beginning, they proposed that the that that it was possible the pilot did it on oh, purpose. Right, yeah, and there was a lot of negative backlash. Right, there's like no way. Oh well, my they God. don't want to scare yeah. people from getting on a plane, oh, right? Yeah, that too. I don't get on a plane unless I have. What do you guys think about this? That now uh, Supreme Court's ruling that uh, states are going to legalize sports betting. Bound to happen. Yeah, I don't know yet. I don't know how. It was uh, bound to happen. I like. I mean, I sort of like that. That was a Vegas thing. It's kind of you know, but you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know yet. We'll they, see yeah. how it plays out. I don't, I don't even watch sports. So the major sports yeah. leagues in the Trump administration had opposed striking really down this federal ban. Let it do. With uh, the league's concern that their business would be harmed if people that thought that the outcome of games would be influenced by someone who bet money on them. It That's probably the will. thing, right? Yeah, yeah it well, probably will. When hasn't it been? Yeah. Yeah. It's true. It probably will. I mean, people have been taking the fall. Been anyway. I mean, yeah, probably are, are, all, all the way back to, like, the Roman Coliseums and stuff. It's like, Pete that, yeah, if Marcus Aurelius Pete Maximus Decimus, he will take team. a fall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the I thing, right? Coins. Yeah. Anybody can bet on their own team it. and I mean, blah, 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 right? Absolutely. If you're, if somebody with some money is approaching a, you know, a guy that doesn't make as much money on, on oh a yeah, team especially can, college you know, you know basketball I mean? players, yeah, yeah they right. make no money, right? Just like hey, when you're from a poor country and you don't make shit anyways, whatever, you know, yep, yep. So you're gonna take it anyway. Like turnovers today, everybody's gonna eat for the next. Pay more with more than what they're paying. You ain't ate anyways for makes sense the past two years or more. Right? No, it's true. I mean, they they. Yeah, they exploit that hunger from the third world and smaller uh, sports businesses for sure. Um, all right, moving on to the next big drink that's been going around uh, apparently <laughs> in the underground world. Capriccio Bubbly Sangria. Capriccio. Has been dubbed the next four loco. Uh, we were looking at pictures of this. It's a grape wine. It's basically it's in a can. <laughs> uh, people are claiming it must have some kind of unnatural secret elixir because it gets them really drunk really fast. The internet started freaking out about the drink on May 12th when Twitter user blah, blah, blah uh, made some screenshots of two Facebook users' reaction to the drink. Uh, the drink. His tweet went viral, drummed up lots of comments uh, from other people who apparently have had scary experiences. Have you ever had this drink, Capriccio? No. I haven't, but 13.9% is a lot of percent. Dude, 13.9% so like is huge. mixed with energy drink, make you go wild type shit. Yeah, because wine is usually 11.6 and this is 13.9, so yeah. that's insane for a can of whatever for yeah. 14% alcohol. Mm-hmm. That's insane. You know what this reminds me of? Again, another shout out to It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Where they start putting the wine in the can, and Frank starts getting super drunk at his oh yeah at, yeah at the funeral, 
That's right. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I'm and the whole right episode now. at the yeah, at the one. at the very end they're they're oh, super dude. screwed up because they're all drinking wine they're out of a can and their lips are stained. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, it was, it was great. Where they tried to beat the Boggs uh, record yeah. on the plane. Oh, drinking, yeah, on the plane, yeah. Drinking a bunch yeah. of beer and shit. 50, oh, 50 beers God. and then go hit like a, three home runs or something. All right, what about this NASA-inspired underwear that doesn't need to be washed for weeks? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Danish company Organic what Basics. you got them skids? <laughs> this shit reminds me of my old friend. The company uh, claims, here's the thing, the special undies are durable, comfortable, odor-killing, and kill 90 99.9% of all bacteria. Nice. The company says their goal is to reduce carbon footprints uh, by using... The thing is, you don't wash them as much uh, because, I guess, using washing machines causes a lot of waste and stuff, I guess. Uh, yep. Black water and things like that. So I got well, a yeah, 99 problems, but antimicrobial is not one. That sounds just funky, though. I mean, even if it was, like, it some super nice fabric... There's would a lot you of people even... nowadays down with the funk. Yeah, oh, so. yeah. Oh, you know, that's actually pretty dope when you think about it, though. Like, when you go to, like, a Coachella or something like that. That would be cool for a, f- a festival. Yeah, big time. That would, that's a good I idea. I don't know how cool it will be. It might be burning more in your like you take them off and the underwear is like smells all fresh but down there is all funky <laughs> <laughs> the makes a sauna for your makes Coachella, a I think sauna. half of them are funky anyway uh, look at the these new the electric shower, trucks man. from UPS those are pretty Aww. sweet those are pretty there's tight there's a few around cute. I've seen like a some that's what everybody's saying is how like cool they're, they look like yeah. they're something from something a Pixar like movie I yeah they are yeah I want one to just drive around like that they I also have advanced driver assistance systems to manage safely driver fatigue. And here's the thing. They operate with an impressive total zero windshield. exhaust emissions. Ooh, nice. No Ooh. emissions. No oh, exhaust. Oh, look, look. You can see in the windshield, you can see the grandpa from up. He's floating hey, away. He's got balloons. Hmm. <laughs> he's got a ton of balloons in there. Ryan Reynolds, uh, we were watching this. It was a pretty hilarious video. He's on the <laughs> press tour right now for Deadpool 2, which comes out today. Yes! Uh, and Deadpool star Ryan Reynolds was on this South Korean show called King of a Masked Singer. And it features you guys gotta check it surprise out. guests. And on Sunday, viewers got an extra treat when he was it was dressed up. He was dressed up as a unicorn on the stage. And he performed the song from Annie's, uh, the, the hit film Annie, the, tamu- the song Tomorrow. Tomorrow. It's hilarious. <laughs> uh, it's He's just on this random promo push for yeah. Deadpool tool. And uh, he's been doing all kinds of stuff, so check it out. It's hilarious. I, you know, if Ryan Reynolds, I, you know, he's such a cool actor that just is such a cool guy that he ever, if he ever winds up like on a Me Too list, I'm just gonna be like super sad. Yeah, that would suck because he's such I a he's not. such a cool guy. You know, yeah, he's but got he cool relationship like, with his like, wife, uh, and the way he made his way was like super like that though. Like he just like, Van Wilder. Yeah, he's a goofball. I don't know. His wife seems hella. She's she's like, pretty legit. Uh, she's pretty down. Yeah. He yeah. seems pretty solid though to himself. Yeah, he yeah. To it. Like somebody yeah. who he would be cool to hang a, out with. Yeah, he's a good dude. You think he's? Yeah, he seems a like a cool dad. guy. Mm-hmm. So Ryan Reynolds is listening to this he's podcast that right for now. Sure. He's <laughs> could be playing yeah. that role. Highly doubt that, Charles. He he's is. The role. <laughs> I loved him in Waiting. Uh, that was one of my favorite. Oh yeah, movies. Waiting oh, was yeah. great. Waiting. That's oh. funny. That was hilarious. Yeah, that was like one of the ones. What do you think about this? More than three thousand Swedish people have a. Had microchips implanted in their hands. Oh yeah, uh, we talked about this uh, a long time ago. But uh, things like interbuildings. It's huh? about the size of a grain of rice, They're and uh, they work as uh, same technology as in contactless credit cards or mobile payments. I've heard about it before, though. 
the data was sent when activated by a reader via electronic magnetic waves when Swedes with the implants may like the, the ease and convenience of entering a building or making a purchase with just the swipe of their hand. I don't know. To me, that's... It's seemed, been around, dude, for a minute. Yeah. It's like the dog... You know when you get your dog chips? Mm-hmm. It's the same little grain sure. of rice. Yeah. Oh, but with this one, you can make for credit human. card payments. But this has your credit card info. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's been around for, that's what, the, three That's the future. That's now. the difference. They've been talking about it for a while. Yeah, it's been, it's been around. Well, here's hey, okay. Would, here's the deal. Uh, would you guys do it in crime? Yeah. Hey, in crime. Would you, put yeah. it, would you want to be somebody's on the run? And, and, no, and no, I, I wouldn't want it. This is straight out of Black Mirror. Straight out of Black Mirror. But I also think it's eventual. I think it's probably eventually going to happen. That's like military like, people. I think like, so too. That's military shit. Like you know, yeah. when they're babies, there's just going to be a normal mm-hmm. um, thing, right? Yep. Chip. Just chip. And chip them up. It's going to read how sick they are and everything. Yeah, I mean, if somebody's wanted around the world, they take off. You know, pinpoint right where they're at. You know, oh, yeah. it's gonna it shoot. Or, or if you have, or if you have epileptic seizures, yeah, like like poor yep. poor guy from Joy Division, yep. and uh, <laughs> uh, no wait, no, he had a uh, no, yeah, he anybody. had epilepsy, yeah, he had epilepsy, yeah. and then and then they they come and they're hey, what's wrong with you? And then they the ambulance scans his hand. And they're like, okay, well, he has this, 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 this. Yeah, this. yeah all that yeah. stuff's good. I mean, yeah. that's I mean, see, but, that's how they're gonna sell it. And yeah, they're, they're going to sell it to us like you know this is going to stop whatever right, and we're going to be able to track everybody and what are the side know, effects? But, but exactly, well, I don't think yeah. there's necessarily side effects of it, but I mean I think it's just something that you can't get rid of. That side well, effects are the big brother. You can leave your wallet at home, you can leave your keys at home, you can leave your cell phone at home, but if you got something that's always on you, when the aliens yeah, take over, they'll be able to track every last one of us down. Okay, so here's or what the deal. if it blows up or <laughs> se- it gives you a disease, like it explodes exactly. and sends some kind of fucking virus exactly. in you? Exactly, we're all like what. It's an eventuality, though. I think, like, ultimately, probably 30 years so, from now, probably oh, I tried it, but too bad. Error, you blew up. <laughs> you have no hands. Yeah. You have no legs. It'll be like Logan's I Run. Have I no have legs. no legs. <laughs> Remember Logan's Run, Charles? Oh, yeah. Logan's Run? Big time, yeah. Uh, okay, Yanni or Laurel. Uh, yeah, we're going to... We're gonna end the episode with this one here. Uh, let's go to the <coughs> let's go to the uh, thing oh. here. This was originally we should say at the same time. Kids look this up at vocabulary.com to set this up for you guys. They looked it up in a classroom, vocabulary.com. How do you pronounce the word Laurel? And so they played this clip here from vocabulary.com, and this is what everybody heard in the room, and basically that there was a debate. Everybody heard two different things in the room. I'm going to play it for you guys right now. I'm going to turn it up for the listeners a little bit. Yeah. Aaron, let's do it at the same time. Ready? Laurel. Yanny. Laurel. 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 That's basically Yanny. it. What the fuck? Why isn't it playing it? Oh, well. It's anyway. only four seconds. You got the wrong video, I think. I, I don't know. I guess. Uh, I guess it's not playing it. Well, guys, it says, so there's some type yeah. of... Oh, there we go. Hold on, Johnson. I don't know why it's not playing this. It's okay. It's uh, all right. You but guys anyway, go check it out. We'll you check, you, you yeah, check yeah, it out for yourselves, it but it's, uh, it's a trip. <laughs> it's basically has to low and high frequencies. Both. That's basically yeah. what, what's it's my favorite comedy duo from the high. 50s is Laurel and Yanny. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Good one, Charles. 
thing. That's a strong <laughs> joke to end on. Strong joke. We'll just do that. Good goodbye, everyone. Check it all out, of course, online, thegaragerockshow.com, and tune in tomorrow for our show on 105.7 The Bear. We play a bunch of new music for you guys. Check it all out, 105.7 FM, also 1660 AM, and <laughs> com. Thanks, guys, for joining me this weekend, or this week. It was a, it was a fun one. Thanks, guys. Peace and grease. Bye.